Good evening. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness. I'm Don Noble of Pure Heart Ministries, and I welcome you today with exceedingly, abundantly, overflowing joy. I am so happy to be with you this evening. We are in the new year, 2023. I'm calling this message the divine season. Christmas that we just celebrated is a season of the divine. It truly is. It's a season of the supernatural, a season of light, a season of seeking him, a season of joy unspeakable, a season of glad tidings of great joy. But now we're in a new season, the season of the divine. 2023, this season of divine, it will be more than enough, a season of great anticipation, a season of lavish love, lavish love that the Father has for his creation, that he sent his Son. The birth of Christ was an appointed season in the fullness of time He came to the earth, according to the prophecies of old. He was on the prophetic time clock. The angel told Joseph, He shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. That's good news. It was good news then, and it's still good news now. God with us. What a glorious promise. Emmanuel, God with us. You know, he is God with us through thick and thin. He's God with us through sadness and grief. He's God with us in good times and bad times. He's God with us, and I'm glad he's with us and not against us. Jesus exploded onto the scene 2,000 years ago. Yes, quietly, humbly, isolated. There was no fanfare, no crowds, no reporters, no tweets, no Facebook post. In fact, only a handful of folks even knew about his birth. But his birth was seismic. It would shake the earth more than any earthquake of a 10.0 magnitude. And today, 2,000 years later, think about that, 2,000 years later, he is still shaking the world. Hmm. Sometimes that is still so hard to believe. Oh, okay. You don't believe in Jesus. Oh, my goodness. I guess it's time to wake up. You see, he was born. He died. He rose again. And hallelujah, he's coming again. You know, you can keep your head in the sand, but it doesn't change the outcome. He's coming again. Revelation twenty-two twenty says, 
Surely, and these are Jesus' words, surely I am coming quickly. Surely I am coming quickly. So I want to share with you my New Year's resolutions for 2023 in this divine season. Because he is coming back soon. And you're going to hear me emphasize that over and over and over again because you need to get a grip that the time of his return is extremely soon. I'm not the only one saying it. Every minister's saying it. If you just listen, they're all saying it. So what are the things that we need to do in 2023 to prepare for this divine season? Well, first of all, first and foremost, we want to give attention to God's words. The scripture in Proverbs 4, verses 20 through 22 say this, give attention to God's words. In other words, incline your ears to his sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Why? Because they're life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. So maybe you're entering 2023 with a debilitating disease, a sickness that's plagued you for a while, uh, a uh, medical problem that maybe doctors aren't able to solve, or just some physical ailment that is bothering you. You see the answer to it? It says, don't let God's words depart from your eyes. Well, that means that we have to read God's word. And then the next step is that we keep God's word in the midst of our heart. We plant God's word in our mind and in our heart because they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. So it doesn't matter what disease, sickness, ailment that you're struggling with. God's word is health to all our flesh, all our flesh. And the key words in those scriptures are life and health. Secondly, we should get wisdom in 2023, get understanding. Proverbs 4 verses 5 and 6 says, Do not forsake wisdom, and she will preserve you. So we don't want to be nonchalant about wisdom. We don't want to act like we don't need God's wisdom because God's wisdom is what's going to preserve us. See, we're, we're keeping our eyes on God's worth because, word because it's health and life to our flesh. And then we don't want to forsake wisdom because wisdom is going to help preserve us once we overcome the sickness, the ailment, the disease. So we want to love wisdom. 
want to love wisdom, and wisdom will keep us. Next, we want to remove at all costs any pride from our heart. Proverbs 3, 7 says this, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. In other words, we are not to be arrogant or think that we are so smart that we don't need help from anybody, especially the Lord. So we don't want to be wise in our own eyes. We don't want to be full of pride and arrogance and thinking that we don't need God. We are to fear the Lord, not be afraid of the Lord. We are to be in awe of the Lord, and we are to depart from evil. Proverbs 16, 18 says this, Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. So if you happen to be walking about, with that arrogant, haughty spirit, thinking that you're really special, special than everybody else, look out because you're headed for a fall. Next, be hungry for the things of God. I have probably said that so many times over the years uh, about being hungry for the things of God, being thirsty for the living water, being hungry for the bread of life. I can't stop saying it because it's so important. We want to be hungry for what God loves. We want to pursue God's ways. We want to pursue the things that God loves and avoid everything that he hates. So we want to be hungry for anything that's of God. Now, Proverbs 27, 7 says this. It's, it says, a satisfied soul loathes the honeycomb. But to a hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. You know, I find that scripture to be extremely profound. And, and I have this picture in my mind of a honeycomb. And, and I love how it says a satisfied soul loathes that honeycomb. Ugh. But to a hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet to them. Next, we want to determine and purpose in our heart to walk in peace. You've heard me say this before. Walking in peace is a fruit of the Spirit. Walking in peace is uh, part of putting on your full the full armor of God. We're shotting our feet with the gospel of peace. So we want to avoid strife, no matter what, at all costs. No arguments. No fights. Ugh. No disagreements. I mean, of course, there are times when we disagree, but we can agree to disagree and we can be very gentle in our disagreement. We don't have to get in a fight because we disagree. We can walk in the very fruit of the Spirit with a gentleness and a kindness 
and be careful with our words so that we can disagree in a very godly way. But it's this fighting, this strife that we want to avoid at all costs. 2023 should be um, a year of peace. I mean, just kind of make that a, you know, put that on the wall in your bedroom or put that on the, you know, in your car somewhere. Put a little sign there. It says, I'm going to, I'm going to walk, I'm going to purpose to walk in peace. You see, Proverbs 25, 28 says this, whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls. Think about that. A city broken down without walls means that the enemy can come in at any moment and take, you know, have the victory. And he will if you can't rule over your, your own spirit. Galatians 5.22, one of the fruits of the spirit is self-control. So we want to be able to walk in that self-control. We want to have rule over our spirit. And we do not want to give the enemy any type of opening. We don't want to give him any ground at all. We want him to lose ground. But if we walk in strife, we allow him to gain ground in our life. And that's what we do not want. So just purpose in your heart. 2023, I am walking in peace. I'm going to be hungry for God. I'm not going to have a prideful spirit. I'm going to humble myself under the mighty hand of God. Proverbs 21:23 says, whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from troubles. Well, duh, that's pretty obvious, don't you think? If we guard our words, if we guard what we say and how we say it, boy, it just keeps us out of a lot of trouble. Proverbs 20 verse 3 says, it is honorable for a man to stop striving since any fool can start a quarrel. Isn't that the truth? Any fool can start a quarrel. But it's the honorable person that stops the striving and doesn't allow it to continue, doesn't allow it to go forward, doesn't initiate the strife. That's an honorable person because any fool can start a quarrel. Proverbs 17, 27 says, He who has knowledge spares his words, and a man of understanding is of a calm spirit. So I want a calm spirit. My blood pressure doesn't go up. I'm a whole lot happier when I have a calm spirit. And, you know... I want to spare my words. I want to have that knowledge from God that I do not say things that I'm going to regret, try to take back. So you don't want to even go down that path. We don't want to take that road 
we want to spare our words and we want to be people of understanding and people with a calm spirit. Now, there are people, you know, um, they say Italian people have, you know, they're, um, they have an aggressive kind of spirit. And I was in Sicily, Bill and I, many years back, and oh, they are very vocal people, okay? And that's their nature. I'm not saying anything bad about Italian people. I love Italian people. And I love their energy. But there are other people, um, other people from other nations who have a much calmer demeanor. Well, if you happen to be a person that has a lot of passion, a lot of uh, excitement in your life. I, I mean, you may have been raised in a household where everybody was yelling and screaming and carrying on, and so that comes very natural to you. Well, you're going to have to spend some time with Jesus so that you begin to temper that spirit. Now, I can speak about that because that's what I grew up in. That's the environment I grew up in. Um, yelling, screaming, uh, and very passionate people. I'm a very passionate person. So, you know, it's easy for me to not have that calm spirit. It's easy for me to not spare my words. But I can tell you, I am determined and I'm going to continue to walk in a calm spirit. That scripture also says, even a fool is counted wise when he holds his peace. See what I'm saying? Even a fool is counted wise, Scripture says, when he holds his peace. Proverbs 17, 14. The beginning of strife is like releasing water. Therefore, stop contention before a quarrel starts. So somebody mouths off at you, somebody shouts at you, somebody says something to hurt your feelings. The best thing to do is not to respond at all. And if you do respond, respond very quietly and very gently. And it will stop them. They will stop. We want peace at all costs. We want peace. Peace will help your health a whole heck of a lot. When you walk with a calm spirit, you're bringing health actually to your body. Now, there's nothing wrong with being passionate. I'm glad I'm a passionate person. I wouldn't want to be anything but passionate. But there's a difference between between being passionate and causing strife or allowing an argument to ensue and carry on. Next, let your words be full of life. We know how easy it is to speak death, and I am amazed how negative people can be, and they speak death all the time. We want our words to be full of life. Proverbs 16, 24. This is, I learned, I learned this scripture 
when I first became a Christian, pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. Do you have a bone issue? Do you have osteoporosis, osteopenia, uh, you know, a, some kind of other bone problem? Well, maybe, maybe you're not speaking pleasant words. Maybe you need to do a little check on your conversational words, things that you're saying out of your mouth. Scripture says death and life are in the power of our tongue, and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Proverbs 25:11 says a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pictures of silver. Now, see I'm a visual person, so I see these golden apples in a frame of silver. Well, that's what a word fitly spoken is. A word fitly spoken is you are saying the right word at the right time in the right tone. That's a word fitly spoken. It's right on time. And it's the tone of our voice. And when, you, when we release a word fitly spoken, think about this for just a minute. When you release a word fitly spoken to that person or persons, it's like apples of gold in pictures of silver. It means that it's worth a whole heck of a lot. It has value and worth to the individual who is hearing it. I like that. Oh, I love that scripture. I learned that one too. When I learned pleasant words are like a honeycomb. So if we want to have health in our body and health, especially to those bones, we have got to speak pleasant words. Proverbs twelve eighteen says, the tongue of the wise promotes health. Again, you see how we can bring health into our body? And come into alignment with God's principles so that we aren't sick. So that we're not dealing and struggling with some kind of disease, some debilitating. Maybe it's cancer. And oftentimes I have learned over the years in ministering to people that have cancer. Not always, but many times they have a root of bitterness towards someone that has not been repented of. So if you're struggling with cancer, just do a little self-inventory. Do I have bitterness toward anyone? Because you've got to repent of that. You've got to get that out. Okay? Proverbs 12.25 says this, Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. Oh, I love this scripture. So when people are depressed, they actually have anxiety as well in their heart. It's a heart issue. Everything's a heart issue. Everything is a heart issue. But when you speak a good word to someone, it makes their heart glad. And they need that. That brings healing. That brings help. That brings health. Oh, this is good. Next, we want to keep a merry heart. 
Proverbs 11.30 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. We were talking about speaking words of life. A sound heart is life to the body, Proverbs 14.30. Proverbs 15.15. But he who is of a merry heart has a continual feast. Oh, isn't that good? Proverbs 15.13. A merry heart makes a cheerful countenance. It sure does. And boy, you can see it. You can see it on a person's face. Proverbs 15.23. A man has joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season, how good it is. Again, it's that uh, uh, allowing the answer of your mouth that you're going to speak back to someone. You know, have joy. Because when you speak a word in due season, wow, it is so good. It's very good. Proverbs 17.22 says, A merry heart doeth good like a medicine. And that is true. When you have a merry heart, you are bringing medicine to your body. You're bringing health and healing to your heart, health and healing to your cells, to your tissues, to your bones, to everything. Because remember that scripture said, to all flesh, life to all flesh. 2023 is going to be a season of the divine. I, I believe it. I believe it with all my heart. It's going to be a season of divine spiritually. The world around us may rock and roll. It's probably going to rock and roll. <laughs> I think we can pretty, be pretty assured of that. But we will be steady as she goes. Anchored to the rock of our foundation, Jesus Christ. Determine today that you will not be shaken by life's trials. You'll laugh at your enemy. You will overcome all obstacles. You will speak to the mountains in your life, and they will move. Lastly, draw close to Jesus like never before. Velcro yourself to him spiritually. Listen carefully to everything he tells you. And above all, obey the instructions or directions he gives you. Amen. Well, you can go to www.pureheart.today and listen to this podcast again, or you can download the iHeartRadio app, go to podcasts under Pure Heart Ministries, and listen 24-7 to any of the programs. Last week, I asked if you would consider giving a gift to the ministry at the end of the year. And again, uh, I would really love to have your financial support and your prayers always mean everything to me. So um, you can send a check to Pure Heart Ministries P.O. Box 85 Valley Grove, West Virginia 26060. So to all of those who from who listen from Canada to Florida, I wish you all a happy new year and a new season of the divine. 
Well, this is Don Noble. I look forward to being with you next week, saying shalom, shalom, peace be unto you.